Chapter 12, verses 34 through 50. Of Catina Aria, Commentary in the Four Gospels Collected Out of the Works of the Fathers, Volume 1, Part 2, Gospel of St. John by St. Thomas Aquinas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Verses 34 through 36. The people answered him, We have heard out of the law that Christ abideth forever. And how sayest thou, the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is the Son of Man? Then Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while is the light with you. Walk while ye have the light, lest darkness come upon you. For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whither he goeth. While ye have light, believe in the light, that ye may be the children of light. These things spake Jesus and departed, and did hide himself from them. Augustine The Jews, when they understood that our Lord spake of his death, asked how that could be. The people answered him, We have heard out of the law that Christ abideth forever, and how sayest thou the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Though our Lord did not call himself the Son of Man here, they remembered that he often called himself so, as he had just before. The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. They remembered this and asked, If Christ abideth forever, how will he be lifted up from the earth? I.e., how will he die upon the cross? Chrysostom. Hence we see that they understood many of the things that he spake in parables. As he had talked about death a little time before, they saw now what was meant by his being lifted up. Augustine. Or they interpreted the word by their own intended act. It was not wisdom imparted, but conscience disturbed, which disclosed its meaning to them. Chrysostom, and see how maliciously they put the question. They do not say, We have heard out of the law that Christ doth not suffer, for in many places of Scripture his passion and resurrection are spoken of together, but abideth forever. And yet his immortality was not inconsistent with the fact of his suffering. They thought this proved, however, that he was not the Christ. Then they ask, Who is this Son of Man? Another malicious question, as if to say, Do not charge us with putting this question out of hatred to thee, for we simply ask for information. Christ shows them in his answer that his passion does not prevent him from abiding forever. Then Jesus said unto them, Yet a little while is the light with you, as if his death were but going away for a time, as the sun's light only sets to rise again. Augustine, yet a little while is the light with you. Hence it is that ye understand that Christ abideth forever. Wherefore, walk while ye have the light. Approach, understand the whole, that Christ will both die and live forever. Do this while ye have the light. Chrysostom, he does not mean only the time before his crucifixion, but the whole of their lives, for many believed on him after his crucifixion. Lest darkness come upon you, Augustine, i.e., if ye so believe in the eternity of Christ as to deny his humiliation and death, for he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whither he goeth. Chrysostom, what things do the Jews now and know not what they do, thinking, 
like men in the dark that they are going the right road while they are taking directly the wrong one wherefore he adds while ye have the light believe in the light augustine i e while ye have any truth believe in the truth that ye may be born again of the truth that ye may be the children of the light chrysostom i e my children in the beginning of the gospel it is said born of god i e of the father but before he himself is the begetter the same act is the act both of father and son these things spake jesus and departed and did hide himself from them augustine not from those which began to believe in and love him but from those who saw and envied him when he hid himself he consulted our weakness he did not derogate from his own power chrysostom but why did he hide himself when they neither took up stones to cast at him nor blasphemed because he saw into their hearts and knew the fury they were in and therefore did not wait till they broke out into act but retired to give their envy time to subside verses thirty seven through forty three but though he had done so many miracles before them yet they believed not on him that the saying of elias the prophet might be fulfilled which he spake lord who hath believed our report and to whom hath the arm of the lord been revealed therefore they could not believe because that elias said again he hath blinded their eyes and hardened their heart that they should not see with their eyes nor understand with their hearts and be converted and i should heal them these things said elias when he saw his glory and spake of him nevertheless among the chief rulers also many believed on him but because of the pharisees they did not confess him lest they should be put out of the synagogue for they loved the praise of men more than the praise of god chrysostom and thus the evangelist tackley explains it when he adds but though he had done so many miracles before them yet they believed not on him theophylact he means the miracles related above it was no wickedness to disbelieve against such miracles as those chrysostom but why then did christ come did he not know that they would not believe in him yes the prophets had prohibited this very unbelief and he came that it might be made manifest to their confusion and condemnation that the saying of elias the prophet might be fulfilled which he spake lord who hath believed our reports and to whom hath the arm of the lord been revealed alcun who i e so very few believed augustine it is evident here that the arm of the lord is the son of god himself not that the father has a human fleshly form he is called the arm of the lord because all things were made by him if a man had power of such kind as that without any motion of his body what he said was forthwith done the word of that man would be his arm here is no ground to justify however the error of those who say that the godhead is one person only because the son is the arm of the father and a man and his arm are not two persons but one these men do not understand that the commonest things 
require to be explained often by applying language to them taken from other things in which there happens to be a likeness and that when we are upon things incomprehensible and which cannot be described as they actually are this is much more necessary thus one man calls another man whom he makes great use of his arm and talks of his having lost his arm of having his arm taken away from him but some mutter and ask what fault was it of the jews if it was necessary that the sayings of elias should be fulfilled we answer that god foreseeing the future predicted by the prophet the unbelief of the jews but did not cause it god does not compel men to sin because he knows they will sin he foreknows their sin not his own the jews committed the sin which he who knows all things foretold they would commit chrysostom that the saying of elias might be fulfilled that here is expressive not of the cause but of the event they did not disbelieve because elias said they would but because they would disbelieve elias said they would augustine but what follows involves a deeper question therefore they could not believe because that elias said again he had blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts that they should not see with their eyes nor understand with their heart and be converted and i should heal them that they should not believe but if so what sin is there in a man doing what he cannot help doing and what is a graver point still the cause is assigned to god since he it is who blinded their eyes and hardened their heart this is not said to be the devil's doing but god's yet if any ask why they could not believe i answer because they would not for as it is to the praise of the divine will that god cannot deny himself so it is the fault of the human will that they could not believe chrysostom this is a common form of speech among ourselves it cannot love such a man meaning by this necessity only a vehement will the evangelist says could not to show that it was impossible that the prophet should lie not that it was impossible that they should believe augustine but the prophet you say mentions another cause not their will viz that god had blinded their eyes and hardened their heart but i answer that they well deserve this for god hardens and blinds a man by forsaking and not supporting him and this he may by a secret sentence by an unjust one he cannot chrysostom for he does not leave us except we wish him as he saith in hosea seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy god i will also forget thy children whereby it is plain that we begin to forsake first and are the cause of our own perdition for as it is not the fault of the sun that it hurts weak eyes so neither is god to blame for punishing those who do not attend to his words augustine and be converted and i should heal them is not to be understood here from the beginning of the sentence that they should not see with their eyes nor understand with their hearts nor be converted conversion being a free gift of god or shall we suppose that a heavenly remedy is meant whereby those who wished to establish their own righteousness were so far deserted and blinded as to stumble on the stumbling stone 
till with confusion of face they humbled themselves and sought not their own righteousness which puffeth up the proud but god's righteousness which justifieth the ungodly for many of those who put christ to death were afterward troubled with a sense of their guilt which led to their believing in him these things said elias when he saw his glory and spake of him he saw him not really but figuratively in prophetic vision be not deceived by those who say that the father is invisible the son visible making the son a creature for in the form of god in which he is equal to the father the son also is invisible though he took upon him the form of a servant that he might be seen by men before his incarnation too he made himself visible at times to human eyes but visible through the medium of created matter not visible as he is chrysostom this glory means the vision of him sitting on his lofty throne i saw the lord sitting upon a throne also i heard the voice of the lord saying whom shall i send and whom will go for us alcune nevertheless among the chief rulers also many believed on him but because of the pharisees they did not confess him lest they should be put out of the synagogue for they loved the praise of men more than the praise of god the praise of god is publicly to confess christ the praise of men is to glory in earthly things augustine as their faith grew their love of human praise grew still more and outstripped it verses forty four through fifty jesus cried and said he that believeth on me believeth not on me but on him that sent me and he that seeth me seeth him that sent me i am come a light unto the world that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness and if any man hear my words and believe not i judge him not for i came not to judge the world but to save the world he that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judgeth him the word that i have spoken the same shall judge him in the last day for i have not spoken of myself but the father which sent me he gave me a commandment what i should say and what i should speak and i know that his commandment is life everlasting whatsoever i speak therefore even as the father said unto me so i speak chrysostom because the love of human praise prevented the chief rulers from believing jesus cried and said he that believeth on me believeth not on me but on him that sent me as if to say why are ye afraid to believe on me your faith through me passes to god augustine he signifies to them that he is more than he appears to be for to men he appeared to be a man his godhead was hid such as the father is such am i in nature and in dignity he that believeth on me believeth not on me i e on that which he sees but on him that sent me i e on the father he that believes in the father must believe in him as the father i e must believe that he has a son and reversely he who believes in the son thereby believes in the father and again if any one thinks that god has sons by grace but not a son equal and co-eternal with himself neither does he believe on the father who sent the son because what he believes on is not the father who sent him 
and to show that he is not the son in the sense of one out of many a son by grace but the only son equal to the father he adds and he that seeth me seeth him that sent me so little difference is there between me and him that sent me that he that seeth me seeth him our lord sent his apostles yet none of them dared to say he that believeth on me we believe an apostle but we do not believe on an apostle whereas the only begotten says he that believeth on me doth not believe on me but on him that sent me wherein he does not withdraw the believer's faith from himself but gives him a higher object than the form of a servant for that faith chrysostom he that believeth on me believeth not on me but on him that sent me as if he said he that taketh water from a stream taketh the water not of the stream but of the fountain then to show that it is not possible to believe on the father if we do not believe on him he says he that seeth me seeth him that sent me what then is god a body by no means seeing here is the mind's vision what follows still further shows his union with the father i am come a light unto the world this is what the father is called in many places he calls himself the light because he delivers from error and disperses the darkness of the understanding that whosoever believeth in me should not abide in darkness augustine whereby it is evident that he found all in darkness in which darkness if they wish not to remain they must believe in the light which is come into the world he says in one place to his disciples ye are the light of the world but he did not say to them ye are come a light into the world that whosoever believeth on you should not abide in darkness all saints are lights but they are so by faith because they are enlightened by him from whom to withdraw is darkness chrysostom and to show that he does not let his disciples go unpunished from want of power he adds and if any man hear my words and believe not i judge him not augustine i e i judge him not now he does not say i judge him not at the last day for that would be contrary to the sentence above the father hath committed all judgment unto the son and the reason follows why he does not judge now for i came not to judge the world but to save the world now is the time of mercy afterward will be the time of judgment chrysostom but that this might not serve to encourage sloth he warns men of a terrible judgment coming he that rejecteth me and heareth not my words hath one that judgeth him augustine meantime they waited to know who this one was so he proceeds the word that i have spoken the same shall judge him at the last day he makes it sufficiently clear that he himself will judge at the last day for the word that he speaks is himself he speaks himself announces himself we gather too from these words that those who have not heard will be judged differently from those who have heard and despised augustine i judge him not the word that i have spoken shall judge him for i have not spoken of myself the word which the son speaks judges because the son does not speak of himself for i have not spoken of myself i e i was not born of myself augustine 
I ask then how we shall understand this. I will not judge, but the word which I have spoken will judge. Yet he himself is the word of the Father which speaketh. Is it thus, I will not judge by my human power as the Son of Man, but as the Word of God, because I am the Son of God, Chrysostom, or I judge him not, i.e., I am not the cause of his destruction, but he is himself, by despising my words. The words that I have just said shall be his accusers, and deprive him of all excuse. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him. And what word? This, viz., that I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me gave me a commandment, what I should say, and what I should speak. All these things were said on their account, that they might have no excuse. Augustine, when the Father gave the Son a commandment, he did not give him what he had not. For in the wisdom of the Father, i.e. in the Word, are all the commandments of the Father. The commandment is said to be given because it is not from him to whom it is said to be given, but to give the Son that which he never was without is the same as to beget the Son who never was not. Theophylact, since the Son is the word of the Father and reveals completely what is in the mind of the Father, he says he receives a commandment what he should say and what he should speak just as our word, if we say what we think, brings out what is in our minds. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Augustine, if life everlasting is the Son himself, and the commandment is life everlasting, what is this but saying, I am the commandment of the Father? And in the same way, in the following, whatsoever I speak therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak, we must not understand, said unto me, as if the words were spoken to the only word. The Father spoke to the Son, as he gave life to the Son, not that the Son knew not, or had not, but that he was the Son. What is meant by, as he said unto me, so I speak, but that I am the word who speaks. The Father is true, the Son is true, begat the truth. What then could he say to the truth, if the truth was perfect from the beginning, and no new truth could be added to him? That he spake to the truth, then, means that he begat the truth. End of chapter 12